0: Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. I
1: can remember being a college student and driving to Newsboy the shows, you know, driving hours uh, to not just like going, staying in my hometown, like leaving, you know, driving hours to go see them several times. And then fast forward a few years later in 97 and 98, they were the first band to take Third day out on the road with them. And so over a period of a year in the fall of 97 to the fall of 98, we did over hundred shows together and we watched them at almost every night and learned a lot from them. And now uh, the first day of this tour, I sat down at catering with, uh, for breakfast with Jody, the guitar player. And I said, Jody, do you realize we were on tour together 25 years ago? Mm-hmm. And I said, if we'd been sitting at catering 25 years ago and I said, hey, in 25 years from now, we're gonna be on the road together again. We would have both gone, no way, that's not possible. That's not gonna happen. And, uh, and here we are. So it's, uh, it's a blessing and uh, we're having a great time.
0: His career has spanned over the past two decades. And this past fall, he released his solo debut album called New Creation. Today on Connections, he'll share with us what it was like to watch Third Day come to a close. He'll chat about his solo album, New Creation. He'll also talk about his tour that he's on with Newsboys and the special guests that he's brought along. We're joined today by Mac Powell. This past fall, he released his first solo album, New Creation. We're going to get around to talking about that a little bit later. Most people are going to remember you from Third Day. You were part of that group. You were the founder of that group and part of that for a couple of decades. What was that like for you when all of that just came to a close for you and your bandmates?
1: That's a great question. Um, you know, there are a lot of emotions tied up in it To but to be honest with you, um, it wasn't a sudden thing. It took us a a few years actually to, uh, once we had made the decision, we had some, uh, contractual things we had to complete and obligations we had touring wise. And so we didn't make it, we weren't going to make an announcement at all. Uh, we were just going to kind of fade off into the sunset. Um, but it, it's, um, you know, it was bittersweet. It was one of those things where it had been, I had been in third day longer than, uh, than not in my life. And uh, some great friends and great memories and uh, a lot of great accomplishments and and a lot of fun, you know, and even to the last concert, really enjoyed it and had a great time. But it was also one of those things where I'd been wanting to move on for a couple of years and uh, other guys found things that they wanted to do as well. And so it was it was good timing. I think it was something that we all agreed upon. It was time to to bring that uh, season to a close in our lives. And uh, it was bittersweet. Uh, But, you know, at the same time, everybody was excited about what was next in their life.
0: 25 plus years that is a very solid career. What was that like you you like you just said you were kind of going down that road and that was something, you know, life was changing for everybody, but were there any weird feelings, you know, in between obviously you have your new project um but between third day and your new project were there any weird feelings of like who am I? like what's going on?
1: Yeah, a little bit. Um there there's kind of this you always have to ask yourself the question, is this the right thing? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And yeah, I suppose you don't always know the answer uh, to those questions. And even with third day, some someone asked me the other day, they they asked, at what point did you ask the question, Am I done with third day? And I told them, Well, about two weeks after the band started, <laughs> you <laughs> know, many years ago. I think I always And I think we have to just do this in life always. And it's not a bad question necessarily. I think it may sound like a doubting or sound like a questioning, you know, kind of statement. But it's like, is this really what I'm supposed to do? Even though there's success in it, is it the right thing? And I think that's a good, as a person of faith, it's a good question to ask ourselves and a good prayer to pray and um, so so when it was time for me to to move on as a solo artist, for, to be honest with you, there, the, there's nothing else I want to do. I still love doing this. I still love writing songs and performing. So um, but there's those doubts of just not knowing, hey, does anybody still want to hear what I have to say uh, aside from just third day? And so I'm, I'm thankful that i got another opportunity to continue to, to make albums and, and record music and have it on the radio and, and go play concerts.
0: Speaking of that new solo debut album that was released back in the fall, new creation love the name. Tell us a little bit about that album and the inspiration behind that.
1: Yeah, I started uh, when, when third day ended I which was in June of 18 we had our farewell tour. I had already been doing some some country stuff. I'd been I'd made an independent country record and gone out and done some, some club shows uh, throughout the U S. And so when, when the band ended, that just kind of continued. I made another, another couple of uh, uh, country records independently and uh, was, I got some radio play across the U S, which was great. Uh, but in June, I'm sorry, January of 20, I'd gotten to a place where I really, I had some, some ideas that weren't country ideas, song ideas. And it was time for me to sit down and kind of develop some of those song ideas and Maybe think about making my first solo Christian album. So I started going to, to Nashville, and I live in Atlanta, Georgia. So driving uh, Nashville is about four hours away. So I started driving to Nashville to write with with some songwriters, and I'd never done that before. With Third day, we just kind of, for the most part, uh, recorded our own songs. Uh, there were some some songs here and there that we had heard, or we were part of projects, you know, other worship projects or whatever that we'd recorded that we didn't write. But for the most part, we just weren't one of those bands that sought the best song available in Nashville or, or write songs with the big songwriters or anything like that. So that was a, a very different uh, approach for me. And I didn't, to be honest with you, I didn't think I would enjoy it cause I'd never done that before, but uh, the guys that I got together with, they really, especially the first time that gave me um, the desire to keep doing that and trying it. I thought once that process started uh, and it was going really well, I thought that I would have a record out at the end of 2020, and of course, COVID kind of threw me a little curveball, and everybody else too, and so it delayed the project uh, until coming out at the end of 21. However, it was really a blessing in disguise. I think it gave me more time to develop those songs I already had. It gave me more time to write more songs, I think better songs. In fact, uh, the song New Creation, uh, which is the title cut in my next single, uh, was one of the the later songs that was written for the project. So I'm very thankful for, you know, it was a blessing in disguise.
0: Do you feel that the pandemic may have impacted your writing and maybe sparked some extra creativity? I know we've talked to some other artists and they're like, Hey, it's been the best time because I've been so isolated and I have nothing else to do, but to sit in my own thoughts and sit and be with God. Um, Did that impact you and your writing?
1: Definitely. I, I don't know if it so much impacted my writing lyrically But it definitely impacted um, my my desire to do it more and to and to be, you know, because that the opportunity to go and do concerts wasn't there uh, for a long time. Um, And so that was a big part of my um, life and a big part of my career is doing concerts. And so when you have that extra time, um, it's it gives you time to go in the studio and gives you time to write Um, so it was a different approach, even, even when, as I was talking a moment ago about driving into Nashville and and meeting with some great songwriters and I'd done, done that for a few months. And then all of a sudden I couldn't drive there anymore. So my, my manager said, Hey, people are starting to, to write over zoom. And I thought, that's ridiculous. You gotta be in a room with somebody. You can't really do that. And he said, can you just try it once and see what you think. And I tried it and, you know, I wouldn't say that I loved it, but it went so much better than I thought that it would. And realize okay it's you know people are still in communication here we can it makes it a little bit more difficult um playing a guitar and and all that kind of stuff um over over the internet waves or whatever you would however you put it but um but it's you know it was definitely it there were some things that made it made it better uh i, I think it cut down some of the the chit chat and the, the hanging out time uh which is great i love that you know uh, that's part of the songwriting process, but it, it was almost more like, let's get to business and, and do the work. And so, um, I definitely prefer being in a room with, with people and writing songs, but I found out that, that it can happen, uh, via zoom as well. Just like I think of a lot of the world found out, wait a second, I can do my job. I don't have to go into the office anymore. I think a lot of people have figured that out. So, um, you know, it was, it's, uh, if any, back to your original question, if anything, it's not so much that, that I came up with these thoughts and emotions and songs because of the pandemic lyrically, but more of being able to work on those songs.
0: You also mentioned touring in there and how that all came to a complete stop with a yeah. career like yours and being on the road constantly. And then all of a sudden, it's just come to a halt. What was that like for you? It was
1: not fun. (laughs) I really do. I really love doing shows and doing concerts and going out and and talking with people and, and connecting in that way. And um, so it was not, you know, it was, it was, it took away not only a means to me supporting my family, but it took away um, this thing that makes me happy. You know, this thing that I have loved and still love for many, many years I wasn't able to do that, um, you know. But as once again, as a believer, you kind of try to see the silver lining and the positive in in something, even even in a in a struggle and a, and a hard time. And for me, being able to have that time with my family—I have five kids, and and three of them were off to college. And so to have everybody home again for you know two three months, having meals together, not being able to uh, have to go be able to go somewhere and and not have the kids go hey can I go over to so-and-so's house or can I go spend the night with so-and-so it was like no everybody has to stay here and so it was a good precious time that uh, was unlike any other you know and and that we probably will never have again so so I am thankful for the opportunity to not go on the road uh in some ways to be able to to be with my family but uh but, it's, you know, that's that internal when I'm at home, I want to be on the road when I'm on the road. I want to be home. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's I think there are many people who kind of had those same kind of struggles and doubts and and fears and, and a, a, a gambit of emotions.
0: It's funny you say that it was great to be home with your family. A lot of the artists you've been talking to say the same thing, but they also say their family is confused Having them home because you guys are typically out on the road, and they're like, "Well, who's this person? Why are they home all right. the time? What do I do with them now?" You're back out on the road now. You're currently mm-hmm. with Newsboys. Tell us a little bit about that tour and what it's been like so far.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a great tour. I mean, we uh, we had some new bo- Newsboys, Danny Gokey, myself, and and Adam Agee, and it's a great time. I mean, I, I was I've known those guys for many many years in Newsboys uh of course mike Tate uh, is is singing for them now I've known him forever and so you know it's i'm still in a way even though I've known them for twenty five plus years I'm still a fan mm-hmm. um I can remember being a college student and driving to newsboy shows you know driving hours uh to not just like going staying in my hometown like leaving you know driving hours to go see them several times and then fast forward a few years later in 97 and 98 they were the first band to take third day out on the road with them and so over a period of a year in the fall of 97 to the fall of 98 we did over 100 shows together and we watched them at almost every night and learned a lot from them and now uh, the first day of this tour I uh, sat down uh, catering with uh, for breakfast with Jody the guitar player and I said Jody do you realize we were on tour together 25 years ago Mm -hmm. and i said if we'd been sitting at catering 25 years ago and i said hey in 25 years from now we're going to be on the road together again we would have both gone no way that's not possible that's not going to happen and uh and here we are so it's uh it's a blessing and uh, we're having a great time
0: another cool thing about the tour is your son has been on this tour with your with you uh playing rhythm guitar What's yeah. that experience been like? <laughs> you will have to ask him. I love, I, I
1: love it. I mean, it's a dream come true. Uh, my, all my kids are, are musicians or, or love music. And so I've always thought about um, having a family band. You know, I remember Stephen Curtis Chapman uh, a few <laughs> years ago had his two sons. They were his, his guitar player and drummer. And I always thought that was the coolest thing. And I thought one day I'll get to do that. And so uh, slowly but surely, I'm adding one one piece at a time. So to, <laughs> to, to, I don't know if you're familiar in Canada with the old 70s TV show, The Partridge Family, which was yes. a touring family. So I'm trying to make the Powell family. We'll have our own little reality
0: TV show. Oh, you need to do it. The Partridge Family was great, <laughs> So now we got to get the Powell family for sure. Obviously, he's not here, but what does he say to you about being on tour?
1: He's so he's so interesting. His his name is Cash, so Johnny Cash Powell is his full name. He's six nice. six. He's really tall, <laughs> and on stage he wears a cowboy hat, so that makes him look seven feet tall. And so he uh, he's real quiet, uh, and so I'm just like, hey, buddy, would you know what do you think about it? You've been out for a week now. And he's like, yeah, it's good. And that's about all I get. out of it. <laughs> So I think he loves it. But at the same time, he's a little bit of a homebody. He loves, you know, being at home. And so, uh, you know, maybe next time you can interview him and ask. I, I think he enjoys it. I hope that he does, because I love having him out.
0: How, how awesome is it to know that, you know, your your talent that God blessed you with is being passed along, not only to yourself, but to all of your children.
1: Yeah, it's a blessing. It really is. And it's, it just, uh, it makes me, I'm so thankful the Lord has really blessed us and uh, allowed us to have a a musically and other ways too talented family. And, and I really do. I'm going to, I was joking about a second ago, but I really, my, my, the plan right now is for my oldest, she graduates college in the spring. So she's going to come play bass for me and her, um, her boyfriend is a great drummer. So he's going to come out on the road with us too. So, uh, you know, I'm adding those pieces, the the Powell family band. You'll, you'll see it soon.
0: I am looking forward to that. Uh, with your album, going back to the album, New Creation, what would you say is your favorite song on that album?
1: Well, it's, you know, as I'm sure other artists have told you, it's hard to pick a favorite. These the songs are like your children. And, you know, you, you love them all in different ways. And even if you get an ugly baby, you still love it. So I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm going to say that uh, my favorite, if I had to pick, is a, is a song called Love is the Reason. It was the very first song that I wrote for the album. Um, it's a storyteller kind of song, uh, singer-songwriter. And I don't know, there's something about it. And it, it really, I think, is a good bridge between what I was doing in country music and and even somewhat with Third Day uh, into what I'm doing now, um, uh, there's, um, you'll just have to, everybody will have to just go check it out on New Creation, the song Love is the Reason. Um, go stream that. I, I, there's something about it that's special for me. I don't write a lot of story songs. And, uh, and when I do, I love it because I'm, I'm a, a big fan of that from artists like Bruce Springsteen or Tom Petty or, you know, go on down the line, any kind of great singer songwriter. So I want to do that more. And, and that song, um, uh, I was able to do that.
0: And I know River of Life is a huge favorite for our listeners i know we have a show every friday and every friday you have at least you know one or two requests for river of life and that song definitely gets stuck in your head uh moving forward what's up next for you i know the powell family and we want to get them together in a band but uh, what else do you have going for yourself
1: well, hopefully just more touring. It's, it's time to uh, – that's going to be the main focus uh, in, the, in the next year. Or so um, I probably uh, – I hate to say it, but it's probably time to start writing songs again for our next project. I don't want to give up on the one that I'm on because I love it, and I'll be pushing that for a while. But, but before you know it, it'll be time to turn in songs for the, for the record company. So uh, I'll, I'll start writing again soon. And, uh, and still, you know, telling people about new creation and going out on the road, and and hopefully just um, you know to continuing to to be able to share my faith through my music and and bring some encouragement and some love to people.
0: Have you found a change in the audience since the pandemic? Do you feel they're more fired up, being stuck away from concerts yeah, for a couple of yeah. years? There,
1: yeah, I think so. I mean, it, it's definitely it hasn't returned completely. I think there's still some fear out there and people are still a little bit scared of, there are some people who are scared of, of you know, large crowds like that, which I get, I understand. Um, so, you know, the numbers haven't returned to what they normally would be. However uh, it's slowly getting there and um, exactly like you just said, the people are that are there, everybody, and including the artists are really just excited about the opportunity again and i think we i don't want to say we took for granted what we had before but i think because i think we were all enjoying it but something like the pandemic helps you to appreciate it more and i think that's once again for the artist and for um, the person coming to a concert
0: definitely for those who want to learn more about you and what you've got going on how can they go about doing that
1: yeah you can you can follow me on social media um, on Instagram, Mac Powell or uh, or Twitter or even I'm even on TikTok now. So watch <laughs> out for those dance moves. <laughs> love it. <laughs> yeah. and you can go to macpowell dot com to find out you know more information uh, concert dates and all that stuff.
0: Thank you again so much for making time for us. We really appreciate it.
1: My pleasure. See you in Canada sometime soon.
0: Wouldn't that be exciting? Thank you so much for joining us and for listening today. Remember, if you want to listen to this full conversation again or to any of the other conversations that we've had on Connections, you can do that by checking out our podcast, Connections with Mike Tom and Colleen Hood. You can find that at podcastbill.ca or wherever else you get your favorite podcast from. Don't forget to subscribe and to leave a review while you're there. We'll talk to you again on Connections.